Hello and welcome to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike and I play with about five like automatically determined Pokemon on the field. I'm Kevin. Pokemon Horizons is pretty good. Pokemon Horizons? Yeah. Oh, you watched the new show. I did. I actually took the time. And uh, we're not going to spoil anything, by the way. No, no, no. So I took the time. I sat down. I got my girlfriend like, hey, you want to watch the new Pokemon thing that doesn't have Ash in it? And yeah, it was a good experience. Get started. It's just a new time to to start a new series. And I got to say, like when I was watching it, I was impressed with because like the last thing I ever watched was, I don't know, probably Indigo League when it ended. So Mm -hmm. I've I've been very bad with the anime. And when I was watching it, I was like, I feel like I'm watching Naruto. These battles are intense, dude. It's wild. And it's yeah. even funny because I th- I was thinking in my head, dude, this is Naruto. And then my girlfriend beside me was like, Pikachu uses double team. And she's like, hey, look, it's like Naruto. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> it, it's interesting with the Pokemon anime, though, because at the beginning of the show, it was very much like Pikachu jump on top of that Onyx and use Thunderbolt at the water sprinkler and hurt it. Mm-hmm. But like now... And like many years later, it, it became more of a like use the move that does damage against this type. Yeah, and no, it's like explain a its use in lore in fiction. It's like an actual visual experience now. Like yeah. if I could take like the sassiness of Indigo League Ash and just like move it on to this generation's animations, I'd love it. It'd be sure. perfect for me. Well, I mean, they did that kind of for the past like 10 years. So if you ever want something to watch, you can go and watch that. Oh, he, he was sassy again? Oh, no, he wasn't sassy. That's uh, true. No, yeah. no, yeah. It, I, 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 know the, I know what you're talking about with the, the TikTok that's been circulating. Vash being savage for like a minute and a half. I yeah. know. I, I love it. That's, that's peak Ash. You crack mirrors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, it, I've, man, I love Ash's voice. Both voices that Ash mm-hmm. had. Uh, there's a very special place in my heart for the original Ash, the Ash mm-hmm. that came after, which I believe is Sarah Natasheni. Like she did great. And she was like so many kids as Ash. Yeah. But for me, the, the time that I was watching the most and most frequently and most like rerun episodes were those first, uh, like the first season or two where mm-hmm. they had, uh, that original Ash voice. Yeah, then the Go League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't think there's a way to watch Pokemon Horizons uh, other than just finding a very sketchy website. Yeah, but once it goes public on Netflix, I think they said they're going to release it on Netflix. Give it a try. It's actually really fun. Definitely, definitely. And once, uh, if you ever at any point watch the old Pokemon anime, uh, do watch the last couple of episodes because they're they're interesting. Uh, to say the least, uh, the last couple of episodes of the, I guess, the Ash saga, oh, the, the 26 years actually, Ash saga. I haven't actually seen it. Should I go back and watch it? I, will. I wouldn't say watch all of Journeys. I didn't watch all of Journeys. Um, there are definitely some that say, like, it's the best series of recent. Oh, okay. so like if you're in a I really want to watch Pokemon move mood. Yeah, like go for it. I yeah, might as well. What else am I watching? There's so much else you could be watching. You're saying that to me? You're saying that to me. Oh, dude, I'm going to be king of the pirates. 
Um, now, you know what else uh, people are going to be king of? Nice segue is uh, EUIC. Oh, getting right into it this weekend. This we didn't go. Weekend. We didn't. So go, if you thought you saw us, you didn't. <laughs> I thought it was so, so funny. There was this one person on Twitter who posted a picture uh-huh. of having met us at, I think it was Orlando this year. Yeah. And like two months ago. Yeah. That's the thing. It was like, <laughs> we went there ago, in February, January. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I thought, oh, this is a great chance for people to think that we went to EUIC. <laughs> Because he posted it right in the middle of it. But no, we weren't there. Uh, but we did get a chance to see a lot of the battles. In fact, Kevin, I feel like you were following it really closely this time around. Yeah, because thankfully it was it, it was early morning in EU, which mm. is like earlier morning for me. And I have a night shift at work. So I was actually able to watch it in the afternoons. I saw mostly some of the later games. It It was a good time, I will say. That uh, people brought very safe teams. Oh, very safe teams. Not too many things were like out of left field. We didn't see any wild Pokemon. Every Pokemon we pretty much saw was meta. I'm so glad we didn't see any wild Pokemon. Somebody would have had to catch it. (laughs) Go home. Okay, (laughs) I will see myself out. That's almost as corny as the, the tweet that Pokemon put out this weekend. What was that? They, so they posted the percentages of the top 20 Pokemon on the screen or whatever. And First then, time I've ever seen them do that. And then they took a photo of an empty chair and said live Wochen reaction because Wochen wasn't there. That was that was the po- official, Pokemon go to the polls moment of Pokemon. Yeah. The p- official play Pokemon Twitter made a Wochen live reaction. Joke. Mm-hmm. And then everyone <laughs> stopped. The end. <laughs> the end. I'm actually scrolling through. It's a little depressing. I'm in the 50s. No Wochen. My first Wochen is number 60. I'm proud of you, Megan. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm going to. Yeah. Oh, wow. Number 60. Yeah. I was about to say that there, there's one over uh, near the bottom at number 100. But that's <laughs> nowhere close to where you were. But you're right. There were not a lot of Wochens in this tournament at all. What do we think? Which. Okay. Which. I wish we had like better stats, but like out of what you can see, which ruinous legend got the most usage? Ting Lu. I think it's Ting Lu. Too. I think Ting Lu hands down. Uh, Chen Ch- Pao saw quite a bit. Yeah, I think Chen Pao Chi Yu are on the same, but Ting Lu is like everywhere. That's true. Chi Yu is definitely up there as well. Uh, but Chi Yu is kind of situational, it seemed, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems pretty close, actually, between Ting Lu and Chi Yu. You're right. Now, the ruinous Pokemon that ruins my life that appears everywhere is Fluttermane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not even a ruinous Pokemon. It but is it's to a me. Po- yeah. It is to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got some beads of ruin around its neck. Yeah, it's got something going on. It's yeah. got, uh, you know, remember a couple of weeks ago on the podcast where we said the baseline of a good Pokemon is base 135? Yeah. Fluttermane has three of those. So that's yeah. why it's disgusting. It's three so relevant good. stats of 135. Uh, the reason that Kevin's mentioning that is on the list of the top 128 people in EUIC. I can't even count them, but I assume that it it looks like over 100. Over yeah, 100 Fluttermanes. It, I think tournament. the actual tournament had like 78, 79% flutter mains. Wow. 
in day one. Not even just day two. That means people who, you know, were at the bottom of this 600-person tournament Mm -hmm. still brought it. Yeah. That's wild. Everyone just kind of knew. They knew. Yeah, you gotta bring this. This is like a rule at this point, right? So when Kevin says that everyone plays safe, like, this was kind of the way that people were doing that. Makes sense. It's an international challenge. You shouldn't control teams. You should bring your best team because you get a lot of CP payout. I think top 128 in this tournament got 100 CP minimum, which is wild. Yeah. You just need three of those to make your way to Worlds. To be top 100 three times. You did it. (laughs) <laughs> well be top 100 in eyc be top 100 in naic and then you know kind of weasel your way into some cp during the year you'll be fine mm-hmm. problem solved mm-hmm. maybe fly to oceania and do that i see it's fine you won't get a 100 cp just because of the amount of people but hey that's fair yeah uh anyway we've got the top eight teams in front of us like always and we're going to be talking about them because they did well, they won a lot of money, uh, and got a lot of CP. Everyone from uh, top four to top, uh, top five to top eight went home with 250 CP and $1,000 for their trouble. Uh, third and fourth place ended up with 320, which is a full world's invite. Uh, and the dollar amount was 1500. Second money, place. Money. Yeah. 50. Uh, sorry. Second place. Uh, CP 400. Dollar amount, 2,500. And then the number one player got 500 CP and 5,000 doulas. That's actually a lot of payout. They paid out all the way until top 32. It's a lot of payout for Mm -hmm. a Pokemon game, yeah. I mean, still notoriously low in the esports scene. Yeah, it's like 20 grand they had paid out total. Yeah. Something like that. I didn't do it. I did quick, quick maths. Mm-hmm. which you shouldn't rely on maybe 20, maybe 25. They do focus. And okay. So here's, here's the thing about Pokemon tournaments. They do focus a lot on the production. They focus a lot on the experience. They focus a lot on getting their own IP into locations, which does cost quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just thinking in terms of like taxes and just importing, you're bringing all of these plushies, imagine to Europe not all of them originate from Europe, I assume. Oh, You're no. going to have to pay tariffs on that. Where are they going to oh, pay? From their coffers. Yeah. Oh, it's all legal stuff. It's That's all, a lot of legal, it's all stuff. legal stuff. Ugh, it's paying employees. It's paying uh, freelancers. It's a whole thing, folks. But uh, again, it's a, it's a profitable organization. And that's how that works. Business is hard. Business is hard. <laughs> We've got the top eight. Uh, in eighth place was Paul Ruiz, uh, who ended up, again, 250 CP, $1,000, who came in with an Arcanine Salamence, Iron Bundle, Annihilate, Mousehold, and Golden Go. Mike meant Roaring Moon. What did I say? Salamence. <laughs> but am I wrong? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He went in with Fire Dog, Salamence, Penguin. Ghost, <laughs> mice, and coins. Money. Money. <laughs> Money. Honestly, sick team, though. Only mouse ape in top eight. Yeah, Only mouse ape I can see in top 20 without scrolling. So yeah, respect the, the mouse ape. 
there is not another mouse ape for a very long time. The Whoa. next one is in 80th place, actually. Okay, so Paul, teach me. Teach me yeah. your ways. You know, I'm a big mouse ape fan. If I'm not playing Trick Room, I'm playing mouse ape. That's that's how my mind has has I went full smooth brain when it came to like Scarlet and Violet tournaments. It's like, okay, I play Trick Room, I play Mouse Ape. And you do that on purpose, right? Like you, you know I don't the matchups. Have to think, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what I'm good at. I, I chose the two easiest things to do this generation. That's what I go with. <laughs> mouse ape and trick room. <laughs> yes. Wow. We used to have a friend. Well, we still have a friend. <laughs> we used to. They're gone now. <laughs> uh, we have a friend who uh, only, only, only ever played trick room. And in the generation that him and I, him and us were talking the most, uh, he was always, always, always trying to make trick room work. And we were like, this isn't good. Like, it's <laughs> not perfect. I see the idea that you're going for here, but it doesn't always work. This and might then be the generation really for you. Work. Yeah, this might yeah. be the way the time to play here. You get to actually terror type away from your bad matchups now. Absolutely. Indeed, he gets Trick Room as a follow me <laughs> user with Psychic Terrain. And they yeah. still haven't fixed it. They're not going to fix it. No, nah, I think no. they if they were going to fix it, it should have been done. You notice how they released a one patch update and then never again. Oh, because everybody was asking for changes. Yeah, so they gave us like the bare minimum when it came to changes, and they were like, "Okay, they shut up now." So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, then they released the the DLC announcement, and then everyone was like, "Oh, DLC! Oh, okay, more money to spend." And I mean, I don't think that they've stopped working on it. I just think that they're planning for either a bigger release for with other content. Like the next time everyone's going to be playing is probably when um home. when Pokemon Home drops, right? They're probably then, just gonna bulk it all together. Yeah. yeah. They'll they'll bulk it in with, with the home drop and they'll bulk it in with the DLC drop. But they won't they might not have unless people start really clamoring for it again. Um just a, a naked patch update. Yeah. I'm surprised DLC stuff hasn't gotten leaked yet. Like me as like a person that keeps an eye out for leaks because, mm -hmm. you know, just I follow a bunch of leakers. I haven't seen any DLC stuff, so I'm, I'm proud that they're keeping it hush hush. I feel like some of the leakers know about it and like they've made it known on Twitter that like, oh, yeah, I know. The, I know what's going on. It's like, OK, show it. They just said, oh, I know it's going to be good. Well, yeah. thanks. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be if good. people who are very consistent about about what the leaks were saying that like it's going to be good. Then I'm like, OK, sweet. Let's do okay. it. OK, let's wait. <laughs> In seventh, we have Ilias uh, Rufagilis, uh, who came in with a Fluttermane, Iron Hands, Arcanine, Palafin, uh, Amoongus and Tingaloo. <laughs> this is the beginning of a pattern. This is the beginning of a little bit of a pattern. Uh, one of the few Iron Hands that we're going to be talking about in the top eight. Yes, that's the one unique thing. Of course, we have the Grasswater Fire Core with the Arcanine, Amoongus, and Palafin with Fluttermane to be Fluttermane on the side. And honestly, that core has seen an addition of Ting Lu, right? Yeah. 
uh, that so many Fluttermane, Arcanine, uh, Palafin, Amoongus, Tinglu cores in top eight. It's actually wild. And I, I don't know who told them that, hey, that's the thing to do. But there's so many people in the top 100 that also have that core. It's you take that five. And then you roll a randomizer and choose the sixth one. That's what yeah. it seems like at this point. But it kind of feels like the dragon is what usually goes in that sixth spot. In this case, it's Iron Hands. I don't know what it, what how it's determined what you want to bring, but I've seen a lot of dragon types in that spot. Hmm. Coming in six, we have Julio, who brought the Arcanine Amoongus Palafin that Kevin's talking about. Uh, but with Chen Pao, Dragonite, and Golden Go. Okay, so it looks like the Dragonite with A-Speed is coming in here with next to the Chen Pao. Mm-hmm. Scary damage. It was showing up quite a bit this tournament. A lot of the, the Terra Flying uh, Dragonites were, were popping up. Oh, yeah. Also, surprisingly, so many Golden Goes in top eight. It feels like Golden Go kind of took a step back. But here it is. Hey, you yeah. know what? Pokemon is pretty good against Fluttermane. Golden Go that clicks Water Terra. <laughs> That's fair. What else are they going to do? Uh, James Evans came in fifth. Our boy James. Uh, with <clears throat> Iron Hands. Garchomp, Chen Pao, Talonflame, Iron Bundle, and Golden Go. So there again is another Golden Go. This time with a completely different team behind it. Yeah, I think James probably has one of the most unique teams in top eight here. I agree with that. Yeah, the Garchomp next. Garchomp seen, is seeing a lot of Fire Terror nowadays just because, again, Flutter Mains. Um, yep. So I'm assuming Fire Terror, Garchomp, next to Chen Pao does a lot of damage. You know, you can do a lot of good combinations with Garchomp and Talonflame. You can do good combinations with Garchomp or even Flying Terra Golden Go if we want to go down that route. This team is just very physically offensive. If you look at like the left side of it with the yeah. Iron Hands, the Garchomp, the Chen Pao, the Talonflame. While also having the speed control you need in, in the Iron Bundle and the Talonflame as well. Right. And then, right. hey, if you got to do special damage, you have the best special attacker in the game. Golden Go. There you go. Uh, coming in fourth, we have Joan Pare- uh, Pareo Pirello, uh, with Chiyu, Dragonite, uh, Dondozo Tatsugiri, uh, Iron Bundle, and Glamora. And just hear what I'll do. I'll let you know that that's also the team that came in third. Alexander Tiantria also came in with a Chiyu, Dragonite, Dondozo, Tetsugiri, Iron Bundle, and uh, Glamora. Glamora's annoying. It, yeah. <laughs> Glamora's really annoying. I don't know whose bright idea was to give this Pokemon just everything that can poison you in the world. It's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Just Glamora starting off a game and being like, mortal spin. Let me break all your sashes and give everything poison. Good luck. <laughs> Poison's tick, dude. They it hurt. It kind of feels like Parish Song in that like Parish Song's whole thing is for you to cast it and then wait. Yep. And Mortal Spin is exactly that. You you cast it. It does a little bit of damage. They t- start taking tick, uh, ticks of damage and then you wait. You toss out a Dondozo. You toss yep. out a Tatsugiri. You tank up. You rest up. You you terastalize into something that's not going to touch you. And you just sub wait. protect, sub protect, sub yeah. protect. Lefties, lefties, lefties. Good luck. Rest. <laughs> yep. Doesn't matter. Ah, nuisance. Yeah. Hate it. 
It does, however, also have the Chi Yu and Iron Bundle, which is a fun little combination in and of itself, where mm-hmm. now you have this Iron Bundle that does a lot more damage because of this Chi Yu. When it misses its hydro pump. Yeah. Yeah, it's very sad <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> That's why uh, they're third and fourth and not first and second. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> the hydro pump. Exactly. And if you need a Pokemon that can be faster than Fluttermane, that's kind of your bet right there. It's the way to go. Just the iron bundle. However, I will say not very many iron bundles in the top 64 even. Yeah, that's a good point. There's like you a decent three handful. Top eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting looking at top eight because like that is pretty indicative of the rest of the the group, mm-hmm. which I say for everything except for the most popular Pokemon that showed up because Fluttermane only was seen three times, four times, three times in the top eight. Yeah, that's a good point. Like for as many Fluttermanes as we've seen, probably upwards of 70, 80 percent, only three of them in top eight. That's interesting. Teams that didn't have Fluttermane had Golden Go instead. So it's like kind of a coin toss. Like, okay, which ghost type do we want? Or Glamora, yeah. Yeah. In this case. Uh, All right, let's go into top two. Gabriel Agati. Coming in with the Futap group. Futap. (laughs) Which is Fluttermane, Arcanine, Ting Lu, uh, Amoongus, and Palafin. Uh, with a Baxcalibur. And then Paul Chua, ending in top one, ending the winner, uh, came in with Footap, Fluttermane, Arcanine, Tinglu, Amoongus, Palafin, but instead brought Roaring Moon. So really, this game was just Baxcalibur versus Roaring Moon, and Roaring Moon won it. Yeah. Uh, Paul Chua did talk about a little bit of how the games did go. He said he got yeah. lucky in one of the games. Uh, but regardless, I think... That's just very humble of Paul. Paul Incredibly. did get lucky in one of the games, sure. But, you know, how many games did he have to win to get to this point anyway? Sure, you got lucky in one of them when it mattered. But, like, you still had to go through three days of Pokemon for this. Also, respect to Paul for being NA and winning a European tournament. Yeah. GG's Europe. <laughs> he invaded. It's oh, ours. Mm-hmm. It's ours now. They legally have to call it uh east america yeah east america. but no i've known paul for a very long time he's a great guy very humble person very good player clearly so team paul also good job gabriel you did yeah it, too. They, it was a very very good match um every single tournament i am reminded and brought out of the fog that is the back of my mind uh how good of a pokemon backscalibur is mm-hmm. i don't know why I keep forgetting who Baxcalibur is. If you listen to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Pokesports, uh, you may have heard uh, a little game of Dexit that we were playing that uh, Baxcalibur was one of the <laughs> was one of them. Try and figure out which one. <laughs> uh, but I just cannot remember Baxcalibur for the life of me. Whenever it's a- team building. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Baxcalibur is probably one of the most underwhelming design pseudo-legendaries that we had in a long time, because all Mm. the other ones like, oh, that's a big dragon. Oh, that's a big metal thing with claws. Oh, it has an X on his face. Oh, it's a kaiju. Now we just got another kaiju. But 
it's actually really good. It's one of the best ones that we have. Like I, I can make an argument for Backscalper being better than Metagross, better than Salamence, better than maybe not Garchomp, but you know, good. Mm-hmm. So hey, I don't know. I think it. I think it's because it looks exactly like a kaiju. Like that thing is kind of Godzilla, because it is. <laughs> it's kind of Godzilla. And so that like Godzilla's already taken up so much of my brain space for the past like 31 years that like now I'm like, eh, yeah, okay. Can we make a full kaiju team yet? Yes, right? Probably. We have Rhydon. Okay. Rhydon is Rhydon a kaiju? I, I don't want to put on, this on you. you. It's on two feet, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> it's on what definitely. About, on two what feet. about Rhyperior? No. Nah. It's not oh, okay. Well, it doesn't have the same vibe. You know, it's enough. not the little. <laughs> it's more like a good. Mm, audio only video. people are thriving today. <laughs> this is why you should watch the video version on YouTube. Just That's in case right. you didn't know you could do that. You could do that. Um, yeah. So we got, we got Bax. We got T-Tar. We got Iron Thorns. We got Rhydon. That's four. Okay. I need two more. Slitherwing. That's a Kaiju. Slitherwing's a oh, kaiju. Yeah. It's kind a giant of. Mothra. Oh, it's a, it's a land five. Mothra. Now we need a sixth one. Mm. I need, you know what? I need to watch more kaiju stuff. I could not tell you. So until we know what it, what another kaiju is, we're just going to add Lopunny to the team? No! <laughs> <laughs> As the damsel in distress. Okay, hold on. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to type in list of kaiju. Perfect. And say which, and until you look at a Pokemon. Until I just look at it and I scream, ah, this is a Pokemon. Um, okay, so. Haxorus, immediately. Oh, done. Yeah, easy peasy. Yeah, most dragons are based off of kaiju, I think. Yeah, like Tyrantrum. Yeah. Totally not a dinosaur. <laughs> You know what kind of blows my mind? And we'll get into our next topic after this. You know what kind of blows my mind? Uh, there has not been a Hydra Pokemon. What is a Hydra? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, Nido King is a Kaiju. Yeah, Nido King is a Kaiju. Uh, a Pokemon with multiple heads. But I... Hydreigon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the high is in its name. I know. <laughs> That was one of those things. Listeners and watchers could probably tell the second that that came out of my mouth. There's apparently, no Hydra Pokemon. Oh. Oh, apparently all I, these I are Kaijus. I, I got like a whole list of every Kaiju Pokemon. Really? Okay. Go, go for some of them. Okay. We have Garchomp. Mm-hmm. Not Garchomp. Uh, Groudon. Rhyperior. Tyranitar. Nidoking. Nidoqueen. Volcanion. Okay. Colossal. Magmortar. Does it say who these are all based off of? Nah. Uh, I'm just looking at a list of all kaiju Pokemon. Apparently, Bisharp is also based off of a kaiju. Look. Interesting. I, I got comparisons. Oh. I don't, I don't know what kaiju that is. That's not a kaiju. That's Ultraman. That's Isn't Ultraman a kaiju? He fights My kaijus. Guy. My guy, he, okay, listen, let me tell you, I'm going to learn you real quick about the Sentai series. All right. Ultraman is a guy who gets really big to fight big monsters. Yeah. Kaijus. <laughs> yeah. He fights Kaijus. 
You live, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> yes. Kevin just sent me a picture of uh, Needle King with uh, a kaiju behind it, Volcarona with, I guess, Mothra behind it. And Needle King Bisharp is behind with, Baragon. Thank you. And then Bisharp with Ultraman behind it. And then after this whole, like, yeah, he's a kaiju, he just slams the same picture down in Discord. No, 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 that's the link. That's the link. Yeah. There's 10 of them there. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. And they okay. have the names of the ones that they are. I'm answering oh, your questions. Low Thank Kicks you. is apparently Kamen Rider, which I can kind of see. Low Kicks is Kamen Rider? So yeah. that's the next part that I was going to with all that. Where, where does this even say that? Oh, that, oh yeah, it's right there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it totally is. It's Slacking too bad it made it King bad. King Kong. King yeah. Kong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Volk, Volcarona is Mothra. Yeah. Bisharp and Ultraman, mm-hmm. like you were saying. Muck and Hidora. Okay. Which is like a big slimy guy. A big old pile of goop. Hydreigon and King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah, yeah. We have Needle King and Baragon. Okay. Which is like a big bat. Oh, Needle King is a bat with those ears. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Ah, it's kind of like part bat, part dude. Part guy. Yeah, it's Got Batman. I- Iron Thorns and Mecha Godzilla. Uh-huh. Giratina and Destroya. That's so funny that they named one Destroya. And then, of course, Backscalibur and Godzilla. Yes. Amazing. No one saw that one coming. Nobody <laughs> saw that one coming. Uh, Kevin, we played some more Pokemon Stadium. Yes. Uh, we are going to be playing even more Pokemon Stadium every Sunday on the YouTube channel for the next couple of weeks. We just had one come out this past Sunday and it was a laugh riot. Uh, and then we have another one coming up this next Sunday. And with the drop of Pokemon Stadium, it made me ask the question to our listeners last week. What was your first non-mainline Pokemon game? Mine was Pokemon Stadium. Mine was Coliseum. Mm. Now, I might need to take it back because I'm not sure when Pokemon Trading Card Game, the cartridge game, came out. Before Stadium. (laughs) You think so? I think so, When did Pokemon TCG game come out? Uh, 1996. Nope. Game Boy come out 1998 and then when did pokemon stadium come out 99 99 <gasps> my first one was mike's uh, a tcg player i'm a tcg player that was my first non-mainline pokemon game wow. i'm mike and i play with 60 cards in my deck oh my goodness <laughs> i'm mike and i play with six prizes on the t- t- table jonah <laughs> says pokemon ranger for the ds i played that game so much i had scratches all over my touch screen also this is professor knight i knew that uh, I beat Kevin in a best of three. Now onto Mike. The plan is on almost complete. <laughs> You'll never beat me in a best of three. You'll have to find me in the game to do it. You beat me in a best of three because you got lucky. Yeah. Easy. Because everyone that plays against me gets lucky. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people play Pokemon Ranger. Did you play any of the Pokemon Rangers? I think I played the first one, but hmm. I was never like super into it. I kind of was like, this isn't like Pokemon. And then I put it down because I think when I played it, I was still a kid and I was expecting a Pokemon experience and then okay. I didn't get it and I was sad about it. Mm. Yeah, I, I have not touched one. It's like strange, but I've never touched a Pokemon Ranger series. Just think Mystery Dungeon 
Yeah. But with circles. See, and so here's, the, here's another thing. We'll probably get to this in a bit. Uh, Ultra Beast Pro 101 says Pokemon Rumble or something like that on the DS. I do remember something like Pokemon Rumble. Was that the actual game? Yeah, it might have been. That was on Pokemon the DS. Rumble. Yes, that was on the DS. I wonder how many people's first games was like Pokemon Shuffle. We'll, we'll get there. I like games that I, I remember coming out. Hmm. Sylvia Mewtwo says, if it counts, which it does, Pokemon uh, Tourney DX. First oh, time I counts. got to start as Mewtwo. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. If you want a series where you can just hop right on into using Mewtwo, get Pokemon uh, Pokemon Tourney DX. I'm still impressed with how good that game looked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Such a good visual experience. Like I can understand nothing about what's going on and just like have a great watch time. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if not, I love Pokey Park Wii. Attractions are so fun to play through. Good character design. And Mew. Only bad thing. No Mew too. Rip. Maybe Rip. next time. Yeah. Uh, Lupus. Armand Lupus says the first one I played was Stadium 2. The first one I owned was Mystery Dungeon Blue Rescue Team. Okay. So now I'll get back to what I was going to say the last time. I have also never played a Mystery Dungeon. Really? Never. You don't have to. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was going to let that marinate, but you're just like, it's fine. It's okay. I mean, I've played the the one that came out on the Switch, Super Mystery Dungeon, okay. whatever it was. It was fine. I never finished it, but I had a good time while I was playing it. It's not something mm. that captive. I, okay, I'm so sorry, guys, if I'm offending someone. It's not. It didn't captivate me. So like, like, I'm sure if I was 10 years younger and I played this, I'd have a great time, but it was just kind of dungeon crawling interesting so Mm -hmm. the the thing with me i don't think i really got into rpgs in a big way and like pokemon Pokemon podcast (laughs) listen pokemon is kind of an rpg and kind of not you know it's like got a lot of rpg elements but the focus is the the turn-based gameplay right which RPGs also have. They're called turn-based RPGs. Oh, but like the fighting sequences, I guess, I guess you know what? Final but, Fantasy mm, 7 is the same fighting sequence. I, di- I didn't play Final Fantasy 7. Okay, that one you should play. Yeah, like, you okay, don't have okay. to touch Mystery <laughs> Dungeon. You have to play Final Fantasy 7. <laughs> I get... Mm, hmm. It just feels different to me. It really does. Just the way it's broken up. Uh, I played Golden Sun because it felt a lot like pokemon (laughs) okay maybe it's better to say pokemon was the only rpg that i really enjoyed and everything else just didn't really feel that great you like hating yourself you like to play those games that are like impossible to beat like hades and like celeste and beat them okay yeah have you seen me playing celeste uh, this past week on my switch no but i know you talked about it okay yeah 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 I tried getting my five-year-old daughter to play Celeste and she couldn't get past the first screen. It was, bro. I can't even get past the first screen. That game is hard. It was beautiful. See, I'm, I'm not down for like games that take actual skill. That's why I played Pokemon and I get lucky. (laughs) I did. (laughs) (laughs) If we ever wanted to work with Pokemon ever in our lives. No, no, no. Okay. Don't get me wrong. It takes skill to play Pokemon. Does it take mechanical skill to play Pokemon? You are just clicking A. Just digging that <laughs> hole further and further down. 
takes mental, not takes mechanical. Mental. Yeah. Uh, mine was actually my first Pokemon game ever, says Tristan. It was Ranger Shadows of Omia. A lot of Rangers today. I like and Shadows of Omia. First time I've ever heard that term. Rangers sure has like its game. own region. It, it sure does. Yeah. 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 Uh, David says my first Pokemon game was Ranger Shadows of Omia. There you go. Oh, I guess there's a game you have to play, Mike. Good luck. Jonathan says Pokemon XD was my first spinoff game, but I got second handed. What? But I got it second hand and the disc was too scratched to save. Rip, oh, dude. Oh, no, that's too bad. I always wondered how a scratch, like, you know, like sometimes when a game gets a scratch, you could still play it. Like you legitimately just erased zeros and ones on a CD and it's still playable, which is kind of wild to me. Mm-hmm. I want to bring up this one from Raven Boy who says Pokemon Unite. And I Whoa. am wildly impressed. I'm wildly surprised. Pokemon Unite brought in so many, so many people. Pokemon Unite is still such a good game. We have not talked about it on the podcast for a very long time, but it is definitely still alive and kicking. And the scene is really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's a second part to that, though. They said, but and I want to emphasize this. If you love fighting games, go play Pokemon Tournament DX on Switch. It's so underrated because the Pokemon company paid no attention to it. Mm. And that is true from an esports perspective as well. And I assume for the people listening to this podcast, having some kind of an interest in the Pokemon esports scene, um, they might have noticed that Pokemon uh, Pokemon Tournament was cut from regionals and, and internationals. Uh, and it was due to lack of interest. That's got to suck real bad, dude, mm-hmm. to like commit your life to a video game and being like really good at that video game. And then the the company's just like, yeah, we're done now. Yeah. Like Worlds last year, like whoever was playing, was it last year that it got cut or the year before? Whenever the year it was, was year. that it mm-hmm. that it got cut, that's got to be so sad, <laughs> like playing that game competitively and then just be like, OK, well. Time it's fun to, while it lasted. Time to, buy, time to buy some cardboard, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah i don't know it was it, it's a, it's a very fun spectator sport it has a learning curve that is out of this world uh and i believe the same couple of people were usually winning um just due to experience some people are just really really good at the game mm-hmm. exactly yeah. i wonder that if that'll happen consistent with fighting games though just in general it Go does ahead. make me feel good that we play the mainline games, which will probably never get cut. TCG will also Hopefully. probably never get cut mm-hmm. because cards make money. I'm surprised. I, do you think Go will get cut eventually for like the next big thing? Because no. Go also makes a lot of money, but it doesn't get a lot of viewership, at least not that I've noticed. I mm, that's a good point. I don't know. I hope that Go sticks around for a while. I think that it does well enough that it can supplement what it doesn't see in viewership with what it gets from purchases. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of the more profitable games apart from, well, you know what? I shouldn't say that because TCG is is also uh, very focused on on buying the cards. Do you think Unite's going to get cut first or Go? 
You no, because Unite Unite mm. doesn't join regionals, so it doesn't have the same backing, but also has the biggest cash price at the end. So I don't understand what's happening with Unite. They are uh, at Worlds. They, they are at Worlds. Worlds, yeah. yeah. I think if anything gets cut from Worlds, it would be Go. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? You're you're looking at me like I said something wrong. No, there's no right answer here. I mean, okay. <laughs> it's just okay. an opinion-based question, Michael. <laughs> Is my opinion wrong, Kevin? It can't be. It's an opinion. Mm. <laughs> yeah, if anything gets cut from, I think any of the any of the tournaments that they're at uh, would probably be go. Not saying that it's not a popular game. I think everybody, like a lot of people, play it, and most people in the Pokemon community have touched it or still play it. But I just don't see it surviving the long haul in esports if something were to die ideally everything sticks around and they bring poken back and they bring competitive cafe mix in and we all have a great time real talk is which one does uh sleep replace uh sleep replaces vgc yeah that's what i think too yeah uh <laughs> seabass mcchop says pokemon mystery dungeon red rescue team Mason says Pokemon trading card game for Game Boy Pocket. There you go. Jetpack the 67th says mine was a mystery dungeon game. Gates to infinity. Gen five is when I was young and really loved the story and the ideal of a world with only Pokemon. Oh, we have an end sympathizer in the chat. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm trying to look for games that I haven't said yet. I'm seeing Pokemon Snap on the N64. Pokemon Coliseum, Matt. Come on, guys. I'll tell you when I see it. Does Legends Arceus count? Absolutely. It was a mix of Snap and Stadium. Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. Gale of Darkness was the better game. But come on, Coliseum, guys. Not a single person said Coliseum. Was that yours? Was that your first non-mainline Pokemon? Mm. Non-mainline, yeah. I had Crystal, then I went into Coliseum. Was Coliseum the one with Mirror B? Yes, that is Gen 2. Ah. And that is Ludicolos. That was a really good game. Like, I. If you're oh. not going to play Final Fantasy VII, you Kevin's should play. Kevin's getting emotional. You should play Coliseum and or Gale Darkness. Gale Darkness is better because it's just Coliseum, but better. Mm. So it, for some reason, they remade Coliseum, but gave it everything that Coliseum didn't have originally. Oh, interesting. Also, the whole game is double battles, which is kind of Which cool. you love, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of when I first got into double battles, like, oh, look at this. More Pokemon on my screen. Wow. Um, All right. Well, that is our Q&A for the week. Make sure you go and check that out on Spotify if you're on it to go and uh, answer the question of the week. Um, Or you can just drop us a line. Let us know how you're doing. Talk to us. We'll we'll read it. We might not publish it, but we'll read it. We might read it out in the podcast. Uh, speaking of reading, I do want to real quick, take a, take a little break. Yeah. My life. (laughs) (laughs) An excerpt from my book, if you please. Uh, no, this is a review. We're going to get into more Pokemon stuff in just a second, but I want to take a little break and just talk about a couple of reviews that we've gotten recently. Um, if you go onto Apple Podcasts, I just spoke about Spotify, but if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and you want us to read something, go and leave us a go and leave us a review. We love to read these five-star reviews here. Uh like this one that says, please. Five stars. Kevin laughs at everything. Also, yeah. justice for Espion Psychic Terra. 
Oh, interesting. Espeon with Psychic Terra. Did you so, play Espeon this week? Because you played a whole Evolutions nonsense. With, I didn't. Uh, I, there was no Espeon on that team? There was no Espeon on that team, no. Maybe that's why he's saying justice, justice for Espeon. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Yeah, I did play an Evolutions team, and let's see if I can remember. It was Glace. Nope. <laughs> Jolteon. Oh, nope. Yeah, already gone. It Jol- was Jolteon, Jolteon yes. Selveon, uh, Leafeon. Umbreon and Chiyu. You're missing one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there was oh, yeah. something else. Uh, the comment section of that video was like, that's a funny looking Flareon. That's <laughs> my favorite. Because it was Chiyu instead. My absolute and favorite five comments. evolutions. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird looking Flareon. That Flareon looks a little fishy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I needed to refer back to the video because I will not sleep if I don't figure out it's Vaporeon. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, the tanky little fish. Uh, So that was one of them. (laughs) And I love I just love that the first the I guess the heading of the review is just please Please. when talking about Vaspion. Just please. (laughs) Uh, another one says, I love this is from a uh, cute cat dog, cat dog, guinea pig. Great. Uh, says I play Scarlet and Violet every weekend. This gives me such good tips. By the way, I chose Foycoco as a starter. P.S. Nice. P.S. There are a thousand fifteen episodes of Pokemon, by the way. Now there's probably way more episodes of Pokemon because this was done uh, five days ago. Never mind. Plus two. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that math on my own you guys do it for me i feel like because cute cat dog guinea pig said this gives me so many good tips uh maybe we should probably give a tip this uh this week i feel like we haven't given any tips um don't swim after eating for 30 minutes oh you're you're giving life tips (laughs) they never said what kind of tips that's that's fair okay (laughs) you know what that was my bad. Make sure to put your shoes on one foot at a time. Ah. Here are seven things I bought on Amazon that I wish that I had when I was 10. <laughs> a dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what's a, what's a fun little tip that we can give people right now? Fluttermane is everywhere. Okay. If you're going on the ladder right now, you're probably seeing a lot of Fluttermane. If you're going to tournaments right now, you're probably seeing a lot of Fluttermane. And something that I think people do not really take a lot of care to remember is that you should probably be countering Pokemon when you go and create <laughs> your team. Go ahead and pick some of your favorites. Pick your Brilooms. I love picking Brilooms. I love refrigerators. <laughs> I love uh, refrigerators. <laughs> I love refrigerators. But make sure you're also bringing Pokemon that can counter some of the more popular Pokemon on the meta because those are the Pokemon you're going to see more often than not. And when you put something on your team that is specifically designed to KO one Pokemon and it gets that KO, it's a great feeling. Here's my tip. Yeah. Run Dark Terra Brute Bonnet. Oh, that's very specific. Yeah, Dark like Terror Brute Bonnet can one-shot Fluttermane in the sun with Sucker Punch. Okay, 
So can Chi Yu, right? Or not Chi Yu, uh, Chen Pao. Probably. Right? Often. Yes. Not, not in the sun with whatever, but. Yeah, maybe. No. I think Burbana has more attack. Ooh. Oh, no, because the dark. I mean, unless you're a Dark Terra um, Chen Pao, because the Dark Terra is the times two stab that does the damage. Right. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so run Brute Bonnet, run your old Greg. Greg. Always run your old Greg. Mike's background is green for the old Greg. My hat is green for the old Greg. Uh Uh-oh. Now it's green for the... Stop. (laughs) Mike's changing it too often. (laughs) That's the video version. How come they haven't made a Voltorb for every Pokeball that exists? I thank you. Did you see that TikTok that I sent you? No. Oh, I sent you a TikTok about like fan arts of Voltorbs as Pokeballs that aren't Pokeballs. Yes. Those are just a bunch of Voltorbs behind you. Those could be Voltorbs if you if you make a mistake. If you turn them upside down, they're electrodes. <laughs> I wonder why they chose not to do that. It you know what? Okay. Okay. Here here we go. Here we go. Confusion. Gears are turning. Gears are turning. It they did with Hisuian. They did, but uh, yeah, you know what? That's true. They did. They mm-hmm. did because they changed the Pokeball. Yes. Fair. They were like, oh, the Pokeball's this. So <laughs> what if we had a Voltorb? The, the reason that they didn't is because regional variants were not a thing in Gen 1. That's Different fair. balls were a thing in Gen 1. And I was going to say that it didn't take it until a couple of Gens, but really Gen 2? Had unknowns. Gen 2 had uh, apricorn balls. It had a lot of balls. It had a lot of balls, yes, but it didn't have a lot of uh, variants of Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Unknown was the first Pokemon that had variants. Is that it? Technically. Okay. If we want to get very specific. I'm down. Nidoran. Um, Separate dex entries. Separate Pokemon, actually. Yeah. Nidoran is the perfect example of them wanting variants but not being able to code variants. Right. So now they just live in infamy as being the same Pokemon differently. We now have Nidoran girl sign, Nidoran boy sign. <laughs> because of zeros and one limitations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like for alligator. Yes. For alligator, if people didn't know, was a character limit thing. Twelve. There were Good. only 12 characters allowed in, in the deck. So if you ever wonder, why is it G-A-T-R? That's why. <laughs> because officially they had to name it for Alligator. Uh, why didn't they just change the name to like Mean Gator? Or Ang- because they loved it that much. Angator, like Angry Gator. Or- we want a gator that's feral. Feral Gator. It's fair. Why didn't they call it Feral Gator? Feral. They did. No. Oh, no. They called it Feral Igator. Yeah. They called it Feral Gator. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. The problem could have been solved, solved removing a different vowel game freak. Why did we, we choose this one? We don't know <laughs> if they meant to be, they meant to make it Feral Gator. Maybe. Oh. Maybe it was a Feral Gator. Feral no. Maybe they just didn't put in the vowel at all. <laughs> you are. And they put it at the end. Fraligator. 
Feraligaturg. Turg. <laughs> Feraligaturg. Exactly. Uh, hey, if you want to go and get some more EXP candies and Terra shards, there's another Blissey event. Welcome back. Also, we have another GC. No, another let's talk about Blissey challenge. first. No, nah, Blissey first. Man, man, Blissey is going to be running from April 21st through April 23rd. Uh, you get a lot of Terra shards and EXP candy. A lot of people were farming this uh, this Blissey. I think the last time it came out was last month. It was. Uh, it was recently. Yeah, recently. Yeah. If they do once a month, that's kind of nice of them. Hey, Super nice. guess what? Use a Pokemon that's physical with Belly Drum. It'll make your life a lot easier. Problem solved. Iron Hands. Congratulations. You did it. Bada boom. You know what? I, I need to give a massive shout out to Pokemon Cast. Uh, for those who listen to podcasts, you probably heard of Pokemon Cast at least once. Uh, SBJ over from, over it's from there. Effective. Goes and yes, it's super effective on his channel. Uh, goes and posts uh, guides on which Pokemon you should be using for certain Terra raid events, and it's very helpful. Very, very helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. The EVs, IVs, moves, etc. Mm-hmm. Just really builds good. the whole thing out for you. It's great. Uh, all right, <clears throat> the global challenge two. Let's get it. The second one. So we had the first one. We talked all about it last week. Um, Kevin went and participated in that. I participated in it, but just to a lesser degree. Uh, but this global challenge, I will absolutely be participating in. Do I have a team? I don't have a team. Just grab violence and add a ruinous Pokemon to it. Make I good. might grab Fatap and add a violence character to it. <laughs> okay, Fatap plus Sandy Shocks. You did it. You know? Like, <laughs> it's not the worst choice in the world. Uh, the next uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Online Championship uh, competition has been announced. The competition is in is the Global Challenge 2023-2 competition and follows current VGC rules, which is Regulation C. Competitions being used in both Japan and Korea for the top players to earn an invite to a qualifier for their national championships to earn a place for the Pokemon World Championships. And for players enrolled in the Play Pokemon circuit, they can earn championship points to go toward an invite to the World Championships. I like this. I like that they're yeah. doing a lot of this. Uh, if they can keep this at two a month for a long time, there actually might be people that can qualify through just these, which is kind of funny. That would be kind of neat. <laughs> uh, but would, it's good mm-hmm. it's really good that they're doing this it gives people more opportunities that are in more isolated places in the world to actually get championship points it gives people that are very close to making it in that you know don't have the money to to fly out to these tournaments championship points like yep. maybe only have enough money to fly out to your local one or just one or two a year and you have cp but you don't have enough these are a great opportunity also asian competitive players they kind of need this to go to their nationals so right I hope we're going to get more opportunities just because they're going to need it to go to national. So let's leash off of that, that opportunity. I'll take it. Uh, It also gives 10,000 league points to all players. If the non-competitive stuff is more your jam Uh, and a great ball canvas backpack for players connected to uh, Pokemon home as a reward for uh, participating in three or more battles. So we at least know there's going to be, two more global challenges because we're going to need the ultra ball backpack and yeah. we're going to need the master ball backpack. Totally. 
Well, and this was the same uh, thing that we figured out. We deduced this back in Sword and Shield when they ball were giving out the shirts. ball guy t-shirts. Yeah. Then we have great ball guy, ultra ball guy, and master ball guy. Oh, I love master <laughs> ball guy. Ball guy sensei. He's somewhere yeah. behind you, right? Oh, he's right there. Totally. He's, he's always behind my shoulder. <laughs> he's always watching. I got my Trubbish in the mail. Yeah, I got my Caldeo. I think I, oh, yeah, I think we you have it within arm's reach. I don't all the time. Yeah, <laughs> all the time is just going to live right here. Cool, perfect. For the rest of the podcast, which is now. Um, I think that's I think that's it. I think that's a podcast. Pokemon announced a new Pokemon. What? Yeah, oh, that yeah. turtle. Yeah, that turtle. That, that turtle, turtle guy. They, they didn't, didn't tell give us its, its name. name. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. But they did say a new discovered Pokemon species, which means it is not Terrapagos. Right. So I think you said this in the best way. People were trying to deduce, is this a pre-evo? Is this a form? Is this another Pokemon? Me and Mike have had uh, Manaphy, Fione, PTSD for a very long time. That these just could just be two separate Pokemon. Mm-hmm. You can breed one, get the little one, but it can't evolve. <laughs> I think that ever since Calyrex, uh, people should be way on their guard about uh, Pokemon yeah. evolving, legendaries evolving into other legendaries. That's, yes, yeah. we got Kubfu into Urshifu, and this might be a Kubfu into Urshifu, but I'm thinking it might be a Calyrex. You give it an item, it turns into a different Pokemon, and then you can bring it back to be this Pokemon if you take away the item mm. or you use the item again. I don't know. Which would be a way to balance Terrapagos, right? If this thing's yeah. going to turn into all 18 types, then fine. Have it item locked. I don't know. I find myself wanting something like Gigantamax for terrestrialization. I think about that sometimes, where I'm like, if a certain Pokemon terrestrializes into a certain type, it would be kind of cool if Terrablast turned into a special move unique to that uh one pokemon yeah you know i guess like, we'll see what happens would be cool if like uh that's like mixing megas and terra to together, yeah kind of kind of like think of it like this like if a if a king gambit terrestrialized dark then it transforms into this standing king gambit with like its hair flowing in the wind and it's holding its swords out and that's your dark king gambit but then you have to code 18 different types. Code 18 different Pokemon with their unique type. Wouldn't you rather have just like an, uh, an axe on your head? <laughs> no. <laughs> you get that for all the other Pokemon. But oh, one so of think, the Pokemon has a very oh, specific okay. thing that happens to them if they Terra Steel. So just like special Pokemon. Mm -hmm. They could have done that with the Paradox ones. I, I think I'd rather have that instead of Paradox Pokemon. Well, that's interesting. Paradox Pokemon that, oh, it, if they just, yeah, okay. So if they didn't bring in the Paradox Pokemon at all, but like now if you terrestrialize a Salamence into Salamence, a dark it type, into it turns moon. into Roaring Moon. <gasps> oh, that's cool. Types, which is just Megas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. But then you make it so that it could be, so like, oh, wait. Oh, so for Donphan, right? Like you make it so that it can terrestrialize into Great Tusk or Iron Tusk. You make it Fighting type or Steel type Terra. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Boom. 
We did it. Thank you, wow. Game Freak. I love it. Um, Question so of the it, day. What are you calling this turtle? <laughs> what is you, the name? Oh, name that Pokemon. I love name it. Name that turtle. I'm super down for that. I thought okay. you were trolling, but I love that. I'm going to call it... Um, Baby Kagos. Baby Kagos? Yeah, because it's Tarapagos, Baby Kagos. Smallagos. Smallagos. Okay. Okay. I am going to name it. Hmm. What's a baby turtle? Squirt. A baby turtle. Yeah, I was going to say, like, yeah, like ter- Tarattle. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Squirtle. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Right on. Wow. Squirt. <laughs> uh, I like it. Yeah. Oh, it is a tortoise. It's not a turtle. It's a, it's a tortoise. Yeah, because it has feet. Oh, do turtles not have feet? No, turtles have fins. That's why they're the water. Oh, wait a minute. I'm Did looking you, up a picture of a those turtle are right two now. Two different things, Michael. Oh, you're absolutely right. They have fins. <laughs> one I, is one is water. One is land. I did it. I did not know that difference tortoise looking up a picture of a tortoise yeah those are feats <laughs> wow how did i not see it how old are you mike uh too much <laughs> wow the not as old as know. these turtles though hey oh, oh, oh hey 150 <laughs> hey oh no never mind pretty close all right uh well that is pokey sports for the week i hope you enjoyed Please, please, please go and check our stuff out. Pokesports.info is where you can find all that good stuff. Uh, in particular, we've got some very cool stuff from uh, Pokemon Showdown coming out this weekend. Uh, so go and check that out on YouTube.com slash Pokesports on Sunday. If you want to go and see that, we also have a playlist up. <sighs> Kevin, you good? Yeah, we'll be. I think we're locked in for three regionals. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, two regionals and one NAIC at this point. So if you're mm-hmm. planning on going to Hartford, Milwaukee, or NAIC in Ohio, then um, we'll be there for the regionals. We'll be there. Say so hi. Go and uh, keep an eye on RK9 and all of the places that are going to be giving out tickets. Uh, we'll make sure to go and tell people when tickets are dropping as well. So yeah, keep also a very uh, a very a very cute week that we have on our YouTube channel. Mm. Yes, we have fun things like Doc's Bun again. Yeah. Pachirisu and Vivalon. Very pink, cute week. I like it. Very pink, cute week indeed. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. See you later, for Alligator. (laughs) 